The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, everyone. And Michael has decided to do the entire podcast in a British accent. Welcome to the show. Hello. (laughs) Hello, darling. (laughs) Hello, Gaffner. Apologies to <laughs> anybody all of our British who actually, listeners. yeah. Sorry about that, guys. It's, we got a little Dick Van Dyke yeah. on you there for a sec. Um, can I just love, say, love your culture? Can Don't I just say, accent. oh my, this is this. Oh, should I even say this? <sighs> this uh, is gonna make to me now. sound so dumb. <laughs> <clears throat> when I was a little girl, I loved Mary Poppins, the yeah, movie Mary Poppins. Of course, who didn't, right? right? Those penguins, man. Do you? Do you know that it wasn't until I started dating a guy from England right. in like 2005 to, to tell me that <laughs> Dick Van Dyke was American? <laughs> I thought he was English. Uh, and he was like, what? You thought that that accent? I was like, I was a child. And then I thought that as a child and never thought differently. Because I don't think I've ever really seen him in anything else. I don't think I have. And if I did, I didn't well, know it. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you have. You were just expecting a British guy. Yeah, so you didn't think yeah. It was the same person. Yeah, yeah. How? <laughs> 2005. I was like. Yikes. Yeah. I was I was grown. I was an adult. Yeah. So, sorry I mean, about that, guy. <laughs> mine's, mine's bad, but so oh, is his. Man. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Oi, Mary Poppins. <laughs> like, it's pretty bad, right? Chib Chibaroo. Yeah. I love. Oh, we should watch. It's, it's great, really long, though. It is. For, like, a kid's movie, it's long as shit. Bedknobs and broomsticks, all that shit was long as hell. Yeah. They vacillated back then between epically long movies, like three and a half hours, yeah. to, like, 71-minute get-in, get-out. I don't... I, I mean, you could spend a whole afternoon. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember one day I did that as a kid. I watched Mary Poppins. I watched Bedknobs and Broomsticks. And then I watched The Incredible Mr. Limpet. Wow. <gasps> yeah. That is... I wish, I wish, I wish I was a fish. Oh, God. <sighs> we should watch that. Should we? Anytime. I'm going to watch any movie, any movie, anytime. Yeah, that's true. Whenever. Oh, I'm even so, asking you. Yeah, it's it's dumb. Except for Titanic. My, you know what? Which you get one. First of all, why do you hate me, number one? You get one. Number two, Titanic. I thought we were friends. Yeah, and I'm, I'm still waiting for you know who to come over and watch Titanic with me, she knows who she is. I also offered. So. No, I can't watch it with you because she banned me because she said I have to wait for her. Yeah, you'd watch it again. Yeah, of course I would. So, but know, anyway, she she knows who she is. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, and you better be. Um, <laughs> Michael, Michael, motorcycle. There have been not my favorite. S- so many, so many things going on. Sure have in the world of. Crime in more doors. Um, yeah. In the tr- crimes. For, of the true cri- Well, let's start with some fake crime, yeah. shall we? Let's do it. Two weeks ago, we reported on a missing young lady named Carly Russell. Yeah. Remember we thought maybe she was sex trafficked and she got lured by a baby, baby. on the side of the road. And we were kind of like, well, let's just see what happens with this one. Well, <laughs> come to find out, she's full of shit. Yay. Hey, she is full of fucking shit. She lied. She made the whole thing up. She papinied it. She, oh, fuck, <laughs> fuck you, Sherry Papini. Yeah, I said it. Yes, I said it, you fake ass kidnapping victim. For anybody who doesn't know, Sherry Papini uh, faked her own kidnapping. Did Went so far she as to herself. beat. Yeah. Yeah. Beat herself up, branded herself, did all this shit. Gone girled. (laughs) She gone girled herself. Yep. And it pisses me off. We did a whole episode about it. Go back and listen to it. I don't know what the number is. Uh, But I actually almost did get kidnapped when I was nine. So this fake ass bitch really pissed me off. Like, anyway. Sherry Papini can eat shit and live. (laughs) Um, But so, yeah. she's, uh, She's a lying ass girl. Um, we don't know where she was still. She said she didn't have any help. Her family got some calls from like a red roof inn, like they were tracking her or something, and they yeah. realized. So they went there and started knocking on every door. Yeah, she wasn't there, or maybe she was and she didn't open the door. Right. Nobody knows. Um, somebody knows. Someone knows. 
her boyfriend, who at the time I thought maybe he's in on this because his statements sounded a little, a little too. He was yeah. like very over she, the top. Like she had a terrible forty-eight hours. Like that, whatever she, he was saying. Yeah, there. Like, he just seemed a little bit he, whatever. She endured a lot or whatever. But he apparently, was he broke up with her and said he was disgusted. So I think he just really was concerned about her. I yeah. I apologize for thinking he was also full of shit. Um. But she is being charged, I believe, with two misdemeanors, one of false reporting to law enforcement and one of uh, making a false report. So, And she can Well, face- did they arrest her? Because in Florida... Oh, God. I just saw a headline. Yeah. Uh, I need to look more into this story. But yeah. an 11-year-old apparently uh, fake texted 911. So the cops showed up and arrested her, put handcuffs on her, an 11-year-old girl. But what are you actually taking her to, adult jail? Like, yeah, what the fuck I, are I you doing? I don't do- know. First I, of all, you said Florida? Yeah. Forget it. Yeah. I, don't even... For everybody in Florida, yeah. I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Either I'm so sorry for you or I'm so sorry because of you. I don't <laughs> I don't even know. But yeah. Florida, get your shit together. Yeah. But anyway, um, so I just... Yeah. If, if they... Charged I mean, if her you with can... false report, did they arrest her like they arrested the eleven-year-old? Well, she faces up to a year in jail and a yeah. six thousand-dollar fine if convicted. Okay. I would be remiss. But Michael. she's gonna write a book or something. Oh, so that's $6, you know what? Nobody gives a shit, Carly. Get it together. Um, yeah. Brian Kohlberger. Ah, ah, your favorite serial killer. <laughs> Um, actually, no, we all know the Zodiac is your favorite serial killer. Let's not send Mike down a tangent. We can talk about that a little bit later because we do need to touch on that, I think. Yeah. Um, but Brian Koberger's attorneys or this attorney, by the way, his attorney actually represented one of the victim's families in a different matter and then dropped them and then decided to clout chase this piece of shit. I'm saying shit a lot today because I'm trying to not drop the F-bomb a lot because I'm all riled up and I had a shitload of coffee. Um, So his defense attorney, I I, I feel like I want to say her name is Ann Taylor. Don't quote me. I think it's Ann Taylor because I think I laughed when I heard that. I thought, (laughs) the seamstress? Um said that he has an alibi for the time of the murders. Was it that he was committing the murders? (laughs) (laughs) And that the cops planted his DNA there. Now, here's the problem. When they had the DNA and they they found DNA and they ran it through, they they didn't didn't know know it was was. his. They didn't know who it was. So how would they plant his specific DNA? They didn't know who it was. Anyway, also, hey, Mike, let me ask you this. I'm all ears. You're driving down the street. You get pulled over. I have the cops been. pull you into the station. They go, hey, 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 bro, bro, we <laughs> need to question you about a couple few things. And you're like, yeah, dude, I'll come in. But you wouldn't because you'd say no, right, comment. no comment. But anyway, and they go, um, your best friend yeah. was murdered. Oh, no. Ten minutes ago. By whom? And you were driving past her house. Well, I was. And you and you and you have an alibi. You're like, I was actually at the Walgreens ten minutes ago. You can yeah. see me on the cameras. Yeah. Like, here's my receipt. <laughs> no recito. No albano. No albano. And here's my receipt. There I was. There's the video. You can fucking let me go. Correct. Also, eat shit. No comment. Fuck you. Bye. I'm out. Right. Correct. You're cool. You're cool. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm out. Um, would you not? Yeah. Immediately <laughs> give your alibi. Yeah. Correct or yes. no? Am I crazy? It stands to reason. <laughs> that you might say, what? Couldn't have I been was me. at the Walmart, yeah. you know? Couldn't have been me. Couldn't have been me because here I am. There's me yeah. right there. Or I was at a family cookout. Even Go people, ask the 50 people I was with. Even people without alibis default to, <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> Shaggy. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Shaggy. <laughs> it wasn't me. Um, I saw you murdered those students. It, <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't me. Like, right? Yeah. So why are you... And now they said that... They, but they're not... They're, they're not giving the alibi, though. They're saying they're going to they're gonna save it for the court case. Sure. Here's the other thing, though. It's like all that evidence Trump it's has. It's called discovery. Oh, yeah. It, it's called discovery. Yeah. We don't go into court and ambush the other side with some evidence that may get your client off, right? Right. Why? Like, what are we all here for? What did we put months of research into for? What have we spent all this tax dollars on? What the fuck is the judge doing here? Why are we? Why do we have bailiffs? Like, you, you could have said this yeah. at the at, at the right. police station, and we could have been done with this looking for whoever the quote real, real right. culprit is, right. right? Yep. So, Brian Koberger, eat shit and live. <laughs> um, 
should we let's talk about one more serial killer before we try to rile you up with the zodiac <laughs> your new maybe favorite rex Humerman, and I, I recently heard somebody pronounce it Humerman, and I was like, it's not fucking funny. <laughs> He's killed a lot of people. And that's my attempt at humor today. Hey, da 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 da. Um, the, not only is he the Long Island serial killer or the Lisk, can we not? Can we stop with the? Don't don't call him the Lisk. I don't okay. like that. Okay. Okay. Um, Noted. But they also think that he may be the Manorville butcher now here as if this wasn't scary enough because this this guy's face is terrifying but if he's the manorville killer these these women were killed in like the early 90s yeah so he's been doing this shit 30 years for like 30 fucking years yeah would that make him the most prolific serial killer so far i mean Certainly, well, maybe years three of operation, span. They and they just keep finding bodies. By the way, it's like I think yeah, the count is up to, to like sixteen or some something crazy. I mean, he's got a long way to go before he catches Ridgeway. Well, um, the reason that they think that he is the butcher uh, is uh, because time and place. <laughs> well, yes, but he's like chopped up some of these bodies, right. and so they've found bodies at Giggle Beach, which right. they are attributing to him. And they found those, right? But some of the body parts from the butcher, right? they are buried with with the others, with yeah. uh, victims in Gilgo Beach and vice versa. Yeah. So I, I get it. Like maybe his thinking was like, hey, if I scatter these body parts around, yeah. they'll be harder to identify or whatever. But right. now you've just linked yourself to fucking right. multiple murders, you dumb motherfucker. Right. Like, like, oop, well, I, now I did we have it. This arm now I've done match. it. Yeah. And the dam's been broken. Right. Well, we're going to use the F word now. Get ready, fuckers. <laughs> it's <laughs> happening. It's all happening, <laughs> Sheena Shea. Um, hey, that wasn't me. This that was time. you. This is another Vanderpump Rules reference. That this was time, not, me. not from Michael. <laughs> uh, so that's fucking scary, dude, that this guy's like. But can I just also, again, I'm not victim blaming, but can people wake the fuck up? His wife. Oh, God. At, from everything that I've heard, seen, read, whatever. Anyone who's come into contact with this guy from people he went to school with to like hometown like neighbors and whatever throughout the years to prostitutes that he's frequented or whatever. Yeah. Every last one of them says that he's weird. He gave us weird vibes. He creeped us out. He's been dangerous with us. He got reported by prostitutes like over and over and over and over and over again to the cops. Yeah. And they didn't give a shit because they were well, sex course. workers. Right. Let some Karen fucking walk in and go, this guy's bothering me. Like, yeah. you know, and all of a sudden. We're sorry, ma'am. Right away. Yeah, he's in cuffs, you know, yeah. clicking our heels. Like, click, click. And then <laughs> we're off. Like, you know what I mean? So that's fucking terrifying. Uh, I don't know what to think about that. I, I almost don't even. I mean, I, I'm so interested in. Obviously, we have a podcast. But, like, I almost don't even want to. It's like my brain at this point was like, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to delve into him. I don't even want to do an episode on him. I just, it's. Oh, we're not going It's to. a lot. Yeah, we're not going to. He's, it, it's he's a lot. Too, he's too mainstream for kind it's, of the format of the show. It's just, he's so scary to yeah. me and his face is so scary. I really don't like him at all, actually. He really freaks me out. Do we add him to the he who must not be named list? Uh, with the one other he who must not be named. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's that. He actually no. You know what? He looks like the one that he looks like the guy from the fucking the re the latest remake of the Freddy the Nightmare on Elm Street. He kind of looks like that guy for real. <laughs> he reminds me of the guy who played Freddy in the newest one, and I don't like it. Maybe that's why. Oh God! Why did you say that? I mean, you kind of started it. No, you. I never made the connection until you just fucking said that. Whoops. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Anyway, guess what? The Zodiac Killer is a fraud. All right. How about that, yeah, Mike? Tell Put me that in your pipe and fucking fraud. smoke it. How about that? Yeah, all my favorite things. You're just yeah. destined to shit on. Yeah. Shakespeare was just a thousand different people. Uh, one guy took credit. Zodiac was actually just a bunch of different killers, <laughs> and one guy took credit. Are you going to act like that's impossible? Do you want to talk about the Boston Strangler? Everybody go listen to our episode on the Boston Strangler. <laughs> It's of course not impossible. Yeah, it's not impossible. Very, very not. plausible. From the series that we watched, do you want to talk about it? Because he's no, your I don't. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the 
like an English professor whose whole premise is that the Zodiac was multiple kill, like just separate kills, or maybe like one person did do a couple, but another person did a couple, and the person writing like all the stuff in was either just like a jokester, prankster, or maybe one of those guys trying to throw off, but. Michael was very upset. His teeth were on edge. I thought he was going to do a backflip. He was so upset. Yeah, the day that I get so angry I become athletic. Is <laughs> I was going to say that Mike's not the most athletic yeah. people, uh, people, uh, persons that I know, but I didn't want to say that because I thought it would be rude. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, but that it is be... accurate as well. That would be a, a whole new level of rage. To yeah. <laughs> Imagine you just all of a sudden just start backflipping like yeah. a fucking Olympic gymnast Jeez. across the floor. I'd be like, guys, he's really mad. What's your secret? He's very upset. <laughs> I'm always angry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right, Bruce. Um, Thank you. So we won't talk about, but there is, no, there is a documentary series about the Zodiac being a fraud anyway. What platform was it? Was Peacock. it? Peacock. It was on the Peacocks. Uh, it's a two-part series <laughs> called The Myth of the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> oh, I thought you didn't want to talk I about don't. it. I'm just telling people where they can find the garbage. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also have an update mm. now that we're like 15 minutes in already. I know. Uh, your friend and mine, oh, Taylor Denise Shabusiness. Shabullshit. Uh, has gone through all of her shenanigans. Her sh- shenanigans. Yeah. yeah. That's why That's I said why it. That's why you said it. Um, and this is a fucking, this is, we're a comedy gold team. Eagle. This is comedy gold, guys. You are so lucky to be hearing from us today. Eagle-eyed fans of the show who follow us on Instagram at MAF Podcast Show. Nice plug. Would have seen a few days uh, ago from the publication of this episode that the Taylor Business trial was in full effect and we were... They're on the scene, watching it unfold live. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Uh, it has now come to a conclusion, so this is not a spoiler. Uh, mm-hmm. Jurors deliberated for under 30 minutes. Oof. That can't be good. Returned a guilty verdict on all counts. As they should, because she is not a good person. One of the things that probably helped lead to her conviction, which I'm conflicted on because I have to say... As the co-host of this show, yeah. my Google search history isn't exactly pristine. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? One of these days when we do another like behind-the-scenes episode, we should just read out your Google search history. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, even for this week's episode researching, there's some oh, no. not great ones. But um, at a certain point during the trial, the jury was dismissed because the prosecution wanted to bring in Shabusiness's Google search history yeah. in kind of the time preceding the murder. Her defense counsel claimed it would be prejudicial, so they dismissed the jury so the judge could hear what these searches were to decide and if determine they were... if they were prejudicial okay. or relevant. <clears throat> and he heard them and ended up allowing them in. Okay. So the jury did hear these. Okay. Here is a rundown of some. <laughs> Of her searches. Okay. Some of these are worse than others, okay. obviously. As are yours, probably. Yes. Satan. Okay. Satanic Bible. Okay. Big deal. Big, big fucking one. Flaming pentagram. Okay. Maybe she wanted a tattoo, Michael. KKK. Problematic. Yeah. <laughs> Pro- getting problematic. That one's tough. Okay. Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, yours is... Uh, he's I on bet there. he's on yours. He's on there. Jeff Boyardee. Which is the meme of Dahmer <laughs> on a can of Chef Boyardee that says Jeff Boyardee. It's not not laughing because of the victims. I'm laughing because it's so stupid. Yeah. Okay. Jeffrey Dahmer's butt. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No. Yes. The, don't. Nope. Are there pictures of his butt on the internet? I didn't search that. I'm going to search it. She did. I will right well, now. While this may get While you found is... guilty of my murder. Go ahead. Murder. Keep going. Jeffrey Dahmer walking in all sexy in court. <laughs> She's got fucking real problems. Rare Jeffrey Dahmer gif. Oh, okay. I mean, if you want to say, I could, we don't act like we don't send each other serial killer stuff. Is there an image? I'm searching for this. I don't see it. Oh, it's like from the movie. Cadaver definition. Cadaver definition? Yeah. You don't know what the fuck a cadaver is? And finally, blow up doll customized face. 
She was not. She was not she... going to get a blow-up doll and put Jeffrey Dahmer's fucking face. Yes, she was. <laughs> no. You sent me into an asthma attack. Yeah. No. Shabusiness did. Fuck you, shabusiness. Eat shit. <laughs> Eat shabit. Yeah. So <laughs> that probably didn't help. Uh, so found guilty on all counts. Yeah. We now await sentencing, obviously. And we will keep our eyes on on that story I've as had it some continues to unfold. Weird fantasies. And oh, I yeah. might even. I mean, if somebody gave me a a blow up doll or like one of those real dolls or even in the future, an animatomic robot, animatronic robot, (laughs) I can't talk. Um, (laughs) Short circuited. I might put someone's face on it. I'm not saying it would be Pedro Pascal. Stop (laughs) looking at me like that. I don't know that I'd put a serial killer. That's some wacky shit. Yeah. She's a little bit gagoots. Well, she also. Her dad came in to testify. Yeah. Uh, she was laughing at him the entire time. Yeah. One of her she friends. Laughs. She laughed through the whole trial. Yeah. I mean, she also attacked her, quote unquote, attacked <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Attorney. Remember, she like elbowed him. Yeah. But like missed <laughs> yeah. also. Oh, God. Um, one of her former friends who is a little on the slow side, let's say. Yeah. Uh was struggling sometimes to maintain a coherent thought when answering questions and she was just cracking up at him like she's just not she's just not a good person yeah she's a shithead yeah um official cause of death for shad Therian, by the way came out as strangulation so she uh, so did she, she kill t- him before any of the mutilation and, and all of that oh, so at least he didn't have to experience that but well you can go back and listen to the Taylor Shabusiness episode. It's a two. It's a two-story episode. Yeah. It's the Liquid Matthew murders, <laughs> yes. which sent me into <laughs> an absolute fucking tizzy. Yep. And then it was followed up with this ridiculous Taylor Shabusiness business. Yeah. And just Mike and I, uh, <laughs> friendship almost broke up over yeah. it. So go back and listen to that. It's one. episode number eleven, and I only know that because I linked to it. Right. I was going to say, you might be a genius because I don't remember any of the numbers of the episodes. No, I don't remember any any specifics. I don't even remember what stories I've told. (laughs) There's a few other things that are not true crime related that maybe we'll talk about at the end if we have some time. But we've been going for a while. We haven't had an ambling open like this in a while. So... uh, Let's jump to the story. Thank chop, you for chop. Bearing with us. No pun intended. Get to it. This is the story of Christina Boyer. RD. <laughs> Sorry. Put her face on a can of fucking noodles. Let's go. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask you again at the end of this story okay. if you enjoy that joke okay okay <laughs> the life of christina boyer is a hard one to imagine oh no oh i'm gonna regret saying what i did okay. her childhood and young adulthood were non-traditional to say the least oh no she was born on october 23rd 1969 in columbus ohio to a heroin addicted mother great christina great, great was start. placed in foster care and at two and a half she was adopted by a couple that was constantly fostering children, sometimes Yay. as many as six at a time. Yay, she got a family. Well, no. let me ask you at the end of this paragraph oh, if no. you appreciate that statement. <clears throat> the Resch family had a respected reputation in the community, but Christina, who went by Tina during her years in the Resch home, saw a different side to the couple. Oh, no. When Tina was 12... One of her foster brothers started molesting her. Oh, I'm a bad person. She finally summoned the courage to tell her foster parents about the abuse. Okay. Christina claims, quote, finally I did tell them, but they didn't believe me and slapped my face. What is this with parents that don't believe that when their kids come and tell them that something bad happened? Yeah. If if I if I asked my kid if something bad happened and they said no, yeah. I would still question it. I don't even know if I would fully believe it. I would still try and dig around. Like, I wouldn't just be like, okay, and, like, walk away. If they yeah. came to me and told me something, that person's amongst the uh, yeah. 
the the DCs. afters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the what happened to's. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever happened to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those people. Yeah. This is obviously horrible and didn't make Tina's life any easier, but things would get, I don't know if worse is the right word, but okay. certainly weirder after she turned 14. Okay. Strange things started happening around her when she got angry or upset. Like such as what? Plates, chairs, and other household items would seemingly move or shift unprompted. <gasps> She's the fire starter. The local fire news. Starter. The local news caught wind yeah. of the phenomenon, and she was soon dubbed the, quote, Columbus poltergeist kid. Okay. How have I never heard about this? Okay. 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 In 1984. Mm-hmm. No, I was not. Okay. Okay. That's probably why. Okay. Bill Roll took a special interest in studying <laughs> Tina's abilities. Mm-hmm. Bill was a parapsychologist looking to make a name for himself, so he moved, along with an assistant, into the Rush home to be able to constantly surveil Christina's movements. No, mm-mm, no, I don't, no, don't fucking look at me over the computer <clears throat> with a knowing, under the brow, kind of Kubrickian, don't fucking do that, because I already know what you're about to say. He followed her around night and day with a camcorder and audio no, recorder. guy. Roll would consolidate his findings into a book he titled Unleashed, colon, of Poltergeist and Murder, colon, The Curious Story of Tina Resch. <laughs> In which he stated that she was, quote, one of the most convincing cases of poltergeist activity he'd ever seen. Did did they actually make the movie Firestarter about this story? No. Okay. Uh, He did use double colons in a title, which (laughs) I find odd. (laughs) Yeah. And that sets you right off. Yeah. I can already, you're twitching over there. Yeah. Roll became obsessed with discovering the source of Tina's, quote, powers. Mm -hmm. So he did what every totally normal guy would. No. Like he asked the now 15 year old Tina to move from Ohio to his house in North Carolina so he could study her more. Jesus fucking Christ. And these parents were like, yeah, totally. You should go. But because of how bad it was in the Resch home, she agreed without a second thought. Oh, no. She's going from bad to worse. In a later interview, Christina explained why it was so easy for her to leave. Quote, my adoptive father had stopped speaking to me and my adoptive mom and I argued all the time. Bill was like someone who was saving me from drowning in my family. What the fuck did they stop talking to her for? Why don't you talk to this little uh, pedo over here and do something about that? Yeah. What are you fucking blaming the... Yep, I'm gonna... Yep. Yep. Wouldn't you know it, <laughs> Roll really did seem to only be interested in studying Christina's telekinesis. You're wrong about everything okay. in this story Okay, okay. So Holy shit, okay. He teamed up... <clears throat> I've, I'm... I, we've switched roles today. Yeah. I'm you. Yeah. And I'm just wrong, wrong about everything. Yeah. yeah. He teamed up with psychiatrist and hypnotherapist Jeannie Lagel to conduct several brain scans and other tests on Christina. They even took her to a parapsychology conference and kind of shielded her off. Right, yeah. The tests and scans hadn't yet yielded conclusive results, but the Reshes wanted Tina back home in Ohio. For what reason? You don't even fucking speak to her. Yeah. Well, she's got some notoriety now and you're going to parade her around like like a circus freak and make money off the girl? No. Like, what What do they want her back for? The research and study were put on hold, but Roll and Legal tried to stay in close contact with Tina because they seemed to actually genuinely care about her. Gen- you Are you joking my ass right now? I'm not. Generally, genuinely care about her? They didn't even speak to her and then they just argued with her the whole time. No, 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 no. The... Psychology, the people studying her. Oh, they cared about her. Yeah, they cared Okay, about I was her. like, what the fuck are these parents? Like, Yeah, no, Roll and, and Legal. Okay. Uh, very quickly after arriving back home, Christina ran away. At 16, she eloped with a man named James Bennett. No, don't tell me he's like 26 or some stupid shit. She ostensibly married him to get away from the Reshes, but obviously she, quote, ended up marrying a monster. <sighs> Bennett would beat her unconscious, no, gag God. her, and repeatedly rape her. No, no. If she ran, he tracked her down. He even burned her clothes to prevent her from leaving. What the f- She did eventually manage to escape and stayed with a roommate. During this that- girl has lived a lifetime yeah. in 16 years. Yeah. During that time, she did have a short relationship with a guy around her own age, but it didn't last long. Okay. Bennett was still stalking and harassing her. They were technically still married. Not 
not <laughs> that doesn't give you the right not surprisingly yeah. christina's mental health was rapidly declining from the constant threat and oh, stress yes she was horrifically depressed and developed an eating disorder at one point christina 19 by now landed in the hospital after passing out from not being able to even keep water down it was in the hospital that she learned that she was pregnant no no christina would later say that getting pregnant saved her life she would give birth to Amber Gale Bennett on September 29th, 1988. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. September 29th. Ooh, best day of the year. She was named Amber after a girl Christina had met while they were both in the foster system. Cute. Okay. Christina made a promise to Amber that if she ever had a baby, she would name it after her. Nice. Friendship. Christina would finally get a divorce from Bennett, but her next husband wouldn't prove much better. This poor girl is like. <sighs> yeah. When Larry Boyer became abusive, Christina took Amber and fled while he was in jail. Yeah. Get the fuck out of there. Right after Amber turned three, Christina found her way down to Carroll County, Georgia. Why there? I don't know. Well. Why Roll, not? Roll and Lagle had recently moved down there. Oh, I hope they take her in and be a grandmom and granddaddy to, like, this little girl and they treat her good. Please they were excited to finally get her back uh, so they could continue their research, but boy, oh boy, there was a problem. Oh, what? Tension had been slowly simmering between the two paranormal investigators. Quote, he was a little sneaky Pete, always, <laughs> Legal said of role. Quote, I was the one doing the heavy lifting. She learned that Roll had been speaking at parapsychology conferences without her. I'm going to call you Sneaky Pete from now on. Please don't. <laughs> and that he had been secretly working on a book. So Lagle cut a deal with Christina so the two of them could write the book directly from her perspective. Ooh. Christina explains, quote, It had been my hope to get enough written to offer to an agent who would pay us to finish it. Then I would have had some breathing room financially. Yeah. Lagle also offered Boyer a job typing up research notes for their project at a rate of $5 an hour. So she kind of gave her a job too. In the 80s? $5 an hour? Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. So, you know, their problems with each other aside, Roland and Lagle, they did seem to care about Christina and Lagle went so far as to try to support her financially, bring yeah. her in. Even on her revenge on Roll, she's like, Christina, I'll take you with me. Yeah. Things still weren't exactly easy for Christina, but they were starting to get at least slightly better. She was away from both of her abusive exes. She had a job and she had her daughter. And she had a new relationship with a man named David Heron. <laughs> Don't. If you tell me this guy comes in and then messes up this nice status quo she's got going on. David also had a daughter around Amber's age. Okay. With a built-in babysitter and playmate, Christina could give work more focus. Yeah. And try to bring in uh, that book money. Mm -hmm. However, <laughs> that book money. on April 14th, 1992, <clears throat> the worst thing imaginable happened. No. Being I'm a hyperactive toddler, it wasn't uncommon for Amber to have some bruises and scrapes, but yeah. this meant she needed some extra focus and supervision. David's daughter was much more content to sit and play by herself than Amber could ever be. A few days before the 14th, Amber had rushed to get out of her car seat, lost her balance, and fell to the curb. Ooh. Baby. She ended up with what was described as a, quote, goose egg on her forehead. But the people Christina called for advice reassured her that it was probably nothing and just <gasps> to no. keep an eye on it. No, they didn't check a head injury. What happens next is from Christina's point of view. But I found some kind of corroborating yeah. evidence that I kind of sprinkled throughout. Yeah. So, you know, I took it when I first read it with a grain of salt that, of course, she would describe what happened happening this way, but I found corroborating stuff. Okay. So it is from her perspective, so there may be some inaccuracies, but judge for yourself. Okay. She says that on April 14th, David had offered to watch Amber so she could go do some work. She says as she left their trailer, she looked back and saw Amber climbing up onto the couch next to David with a book for him to read to her. Christina says that that was the last time she ever saw her daughter alive. What? When? So, um, wh what? Yeah. I didn't think. When she got back from work. I thought you were going to say, and then, you know, they were reading a book and she accidentally tumbled off the couch and had a goose nope. at, whoops. Like, I didn't. Nope. Okay. 
When she got back from work after receiving a call from David, she found him standing in the driveway saying he couldn't wake Amber up from her nap. I'll fucking kill. I would kill. I would Christina kill. rushed in and found Amber unconscious and, quote, grayish. No. Amber was rushed to the hospital, but it was already too late. No. Before she could process the news, police were taking Christina away to question her. According to case file reports done by journalist Jan Benning, the case against Christina and David rested almost entirely on whether Christina had been, quote, covering up abuse from David. Okay. Prosecutors. I, I feel like she wouldn't, though, because she got away out of that situation to get her daughter away from abuse. I don't know that she would then meet someone and cover it up. Right. Prosecutors argued that if Christina had taken her daughter to the hospital sooner, when she first noticed signs of bruising, that Amber's life could have been saved. However, the medical examiner who conducted Amber's autopsy testified that she could not have suffered the fatal blow in the morning before her mother left. She would have started acting strange within 15 to 30 minutes, not six hours. Okay. So he's claiming that the blow that killed her had to have been struck when Christina claims to have been out of the house. Right. The cops also took some seemingly odd liberties with their lines of questioning. They asked if she and David had ever had anal sex. With each other? The apparent implication, what according to Christina's recollection, being that if she let him sodomize her, she must have let him sodomize Amber. Wait a minute. That's Wait a what minute. They were Hold on. Hold on. You did not say this baby was abused. Was this baby abused? Oh, no. Dude. I say according to Christina's recollections because apparently the cops didn't record these conversations. Also, no, it fucking doesn't mean that. No, it fucking doesn't mean that. Well. Doesn't mean that if if you do a sex practice with the guy that you're with that you go, I did, we did it. You can do it to my child. Yeah. That's not. So the cops didn't record these interviews. Why the fuck would they? She says the cops made these implications because they pretended that they already knew and all Christina had to do was admit it. Christina denied every allegation of sexual abuse. Okay, yes. But according to some other sources, there does seem to be some evidence from the postmortem. But that also doesn't mean that she knew about it. Right. And Come that's on. what I think happened. Come on, I don't dude. think she knew. Come on. Christina was arrested. Ugh. and her Arrest this fucking guy. And her court-appointed lawyer suggested she take an Alfred plea as a way to no, avoid the death no, penalty. No, 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 no Alfred plea. No. Go fuck yourself. I did not know. I would murder him if had had I known. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. Where's this fucking guy? Under questioning, David's story constantly changed. Oh, well, said, guess what? The truth does not change, so. He said he was never abusive, but that Christina had slapped Amber. Then he said that he had hit her a few times. Then he finally admitted that he had sodomized Amber twice <gasps> and that he had hit her and he had hit her on that day. This mother. It's going to get worse. Oh, come on, dude. Roll, meanwhile, yeah. was determined to help his research subject. He was adamant that what she was guilty of was not taking Amber to the hospital sooner. She had not been charged with premeditated murder. Right. The evidence was circumstantial. Right. She had previous. She had a previous record, which was held against her. David had admitted sodomizing the child and to hitting her the day during the time frame when it could have been fatal. Christina was with others at the time of the incident and had witnesses. Again, there's my alibi right off the yeah. jump. David had been fired from his job on the day of the murder and was alone with Amber. On so the day he was death. pissed off. He yeah. went home. He took it out on this precious baby. Yeah. yeah. This. Christina took the Alfred plea on October no, 24th, dude. 1994. No. And was given life plus 20 years. No. With no chance of parole. When she was called to testify against David, who maintained not guilty and took it to trial. Fuck this guy. She was humiliated and vilified when her private life was revealed. Her past with the telekinesis, her abusive situations. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Who gives a shit? He. I'm so, I'm fucking riled up, kid. He, the the admitted child molester, was charged just with cruelty to children. Cruelty? No, 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 no. Cruelty is like... Telling them they're stupid or something. Yeah. That's cruel. Yeah. That not sodomy. Christina now claims 
that when she agreed to the Alfred plea, she was on antipsychotics, antidepressants, and sleep aids. Oh, great. So she so, probably wouldn't have done no it. No shit. Yeah. Because of the plea, Christina received that life in prison sentence. But even detectives who investigated the case think that that might have been an unwise move. Quote, personally, I think if the jury hadn't known that she pled guilty to homicide, they would have found David guilty, one detective said. No shit. If this jury hadn't known she had pled guilty to murder, he would have gotten life. Christina remains behind bars to this day. No, dude. Whereas David has finished serving his sentence. Oh, he's out, you know what he's doing? He's out raping more yeah. kids. But she will likely be in prison for the rest of her life. Oh, my God. Can we write her a letter? Or and something? that was the story of Christina Boyer and the death of Amber Gale Bennett. <sighs> yeah, well, you didn't say that in the beginning, dickhead. I know. Would have been a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you today. Yeah. So you can see... As I was looking into this, well, I'm a bad person for making was, that joke. Now I take it back. It yeah. was good at the in the moment. It was good though. Yeah. But you dickhead. Yeah. Everything was just the opposite of how this story should have gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not happy. Yeah. With you. I know. <laughs> but this one, you know, going down, and I read one article, and God, it was dude. exclusively from her point of view because there is a Christina Boyer dot org i think or dot net one of those um where it's like her kind of story and just putting it out there and that's where this article was written from so taking everything that she put up as the the truth truth. yeah so i had to you know find other but everything that i found seems to corroborate everything she's been saying and but based on her history and and how she was being medicated at the time and she may have even been being medicated by the prison system so she may have not been properly dosed or even on things that she was used to or that she even needed so um here's my question yeah here's my question yeah did she was she making like lunch trays fly around at the fucking jail and all of a sudden she just lost this supposed power that she had because i'd be yeah. fucking flinging shit at people like mad pissed off yeah you know for sure so like yeah what i don't know what's up with that maybe it was a uh you know kind of a an entrance into puberty thing where it just all goes haywire and now that the hormone levels have evened out she's lost the ability to access I know. that sounds impossible like, like fire starter <laughs> yeah that's whatever that was the whole i'm so where the myth sprang from pissed off right now yeah it's not a good one <laughs> should we just talk about yeah let's talk about let's chimp just... empire oh god guys <laughs> What platform, Michael? Netflix. Netflix is trying to kill me <laughs> because we've recently watched two. Yeah. One a movie. Yes. One a series. Yes. And both of them had me not crying because I don't have feelings. They are both legitimately oh my God, really, dude. really good. Um, one is called, well, should we talk about the monkey one first, yeah. chimpanzee one first? Yes. Okay. Chimp Empire. Chimp Empire. And Michael described it as... Game of Thrones with chimpanzees. Right. And I'm telling you right now, if this was just a Big Brother situation yeah. where cameras were just in these jungles yeah. and someone was narrating the footage yeah, and it just went on all day, every day, 24 hours a day, forever in perpetuity, yeah. I would never watch anything else. The, ever. The opening shots will tell you if you are going to be into this because it is just a baby and her mother and they're just chilling. And the baby is so cute. And if you're not just instantly captivated by just watching them interact with My each other, God. the series may not be for you. But there's this rivalries of like these two rival groups of chimpanzees, and one group is led by this chimp named Jackson. And you follow him and his best friend, his like commander in chief, and then they go and there's betrayal and there's there's love triangles yeah. and there's politics and there's all these fucking dynamics. There's big ass battle of the bastards going yeah. on. Let me tell you Murder. something. There's mortars. Yeah. Like, and then there's like peaceful, pleasant, loving moments. Yeah. Where the baby's Guys, like learning to climb the it's trees. It's a and... roller coaster of emotions. It's so and good. I was not bawling at the end. It's so Michael good. was. Whatever. I wasn't. Yeah, four episodes. Oh my god! Watch it, everybody! Watch, watch it. it! Watch it! Everybody! Watch it! And yeah. I'm not gonna even gonna 
fucking tell you what happens because you have to see it for yourself. But I was talking about it with Mike this morning. We were recounting it and I fucking started crying and I was like, why am I so emotional about Jackson the chimp? Like I was I don't cry for people half the time. So eighty five percent of the time, I don't cry for people. These people that are monitoring these these chimps and capturing the footage have they've named all of them. They all have names, but they don't name chimps until they reach a year yeah. old. And when the baby chimp that they showed at the beginning of the series makes it to a year and they reveal her name, I like, that don't act like I so didn't lose adorable. my crap. I yeah. was like, <laughs> like I wasn't crying it's so good it was so good good. on the other side of the spectrum also really really good but for different reasons so fucking compelling both of these things are so compelling that literally i was holding my breath at times and realized i was oh clenching my fist and i was like leaning into the television which and you will too it's called the deepest breath oh my god also on netflix so it's the description it was a jaunty fucking description. <laughs> I said, well, I love a document. I will watch any documentary. Yeah. I don't give a shit, right? right. I'll watch this. I love a sports doc. Oh, yeah. I Me can't too. play sports. No I'm way. terrible. As, I will watch the shit yeah. out of a sports doc. Okay, I just watched the whole, the one, it's also, I think, on Netflix called Quarter, is it Quarterback. Is it Quarterback? Is on Netflix? Yeah. Where they follow uh, a couple of quarterbacks, uh, Mahomes and a couple of... What's his name? Mar- Marco uh, Mariotta and one other one. I can't remember. Marcus Mariotta and Kirk Cousins, I think. Kirk, Kirk Cousins is the third one, right? Yeah. I watched the shit out of that. It's it, amazing. Watch that also. Netflix is like fucking killing it lately. Whatever. Um, But they're trying to kill me. Yeah, but also fuck you, Netflix. But your people. Yeah, but also fuck you, Netflix. Um, But it was like a jaunty description of a free diver where you just hold your breath for however long. No scuba equipment, no oxygen, no nothing. You just hold your breath and you dive down like two fucking meters or some crazy shit. Way further than that. Or whatever, like some nut. First of all, I can't hold my breath underwater for 20 seconds. I fucking panic and that's it. Yeah. They're and down I'll there drown for four minutes. Because, oh, by the way, I almost drowned as a kid. That's a a story (laughs) I tell in another episode. Um, But it's between her and her trainer. So one guy from. Ireland, he's like a, I don't want to say he's got like a gypsy lifestyle. He's got that wanderlust. Like he, he has to travel the world. He doesn't want to stay in his small town. He does all these different things, right? And then he becomes like a free diver, um, safety expert. In Egypt. And in, in, in in Egypt. Yes, in Egypt. And he ends up meeting this Italian free diver who's been diving since she was a child or whatever. And they link up and they start training together and they start doing this really incredibly hard dive. And the the description was a free diver uh, trains for the dive of her life, you know, the the biggest dive of her life with her, with her safety trainer. And that was the fucking description. (laughs) Eat shit Netflix. A little, a little more happens. Eat shit and live. And we're not even going to go into it. Yeah. It's, first of all, the footage is fucking beautiful, gorgeous, amazing. Yes. The story is beautiful, gorgeous, amazing. Yeah. I think I said... Uncredible. It's, it's only a little longer than 90 minutes, I think. But I must have said five or six times that whoever is doing the B-roll cinematography on this is going way harder than they need to. It's amazing. It's really good. It's really the good. The story... Is twisty turny. It's all real. Yeah. It's all real life. This all happened. There's a 45 second period towards the end of the movie uh, where I went back. I, I I jumped to three different conclusions all within the same. Oh my god! Seconds. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And by the way, I didn't. I guess I can hold my breath because I wasn't breathing. Yeah. The entire fucking time, and it's happening in like real time kind of you know what I mean so you're going along with like what's going on like as it's fucking happening because by the way there's a scuba diver down there like recording all this so it's all fucking captured on film guys (laughs) I I can't even thank you A24 I mean yeah I mean they've been putting out some good stuff also maybe some shitty stuff I don't know that's my opinion anyway Michael's gonna stab me after that (laughs) No. He's gonna, it's gonna be like young co, well, young murder amongst friends co-host found strangled, <laughs> because Michael didn't like what you had to say about his favorite production company. Um, but just they go to put Netflix. Out some real stinkers. I yeah, say. it's crappy it outside where yeah. we are. 
could I can't even go outside. I tried to take my dog out and I instantly could not breathe and had an asthma attack. It is so bad out. Yeah, it's so not good. stay in. Yeah. Watch Netflix all day. Yeah. Watch watch the quarterback series, watch uh Chimp Empire and watch um The Deepest Breath. Yeah, and I'm not uh advocating for password sharing because fuck those corporate fat cats. Mm. Certainly not advocating that. Definitely Definitely wouldn't. don't. Definitely, that. Yeah, definitely, definitely don't break do the law. Is yeah. it even a law? No. It's not even a fucking law. Break it then. Break the rules. I see a rule, I eat a rule. That's it. <laughs> Can, nobody's gonna get that no reference. Gonna, well, some a very specific subset that I had to that I had to apologize to at the open of the show. Right. We'll get that. Here's the thing. Um a vendor came into my place of employment the other day yeah. saw my one of my tattoos and said have you ever heard of a show called the mighty boosh i said don't fuck with me don't fuck with me it, yeah, i said why did you see my tattoo and i was like oh you know the show and then we spiraled off into yeah. you know uh, and then he asked if you had ever seen taskmaster no <laughs> di- different guy oh different different this is a di- totally different guy what? that was a customer oh yeah a customer you guys i have like a random tattoo from a show that's big in england called the mighty boosh and if you haven't seen it and you like british humor check it out um don't come at me and send me a fucking message and go i love old greg because i don't want to hear it yeah if you don't know who the fuck milky joe is get out of my fucking <laughs> face okay so no a customer came up and was like is that a mighty boosh tattoo and then we went on a tangent he was so cute and i thought oh my god i finally met my dream man and then of course i saw his wedding ring and i had to fuck off out of there but but then a vendor came in and just said do you know mighty boosh and i was like don't you saw my tattoo of course i know it so that never happens no. no one knows about the show no, so the fact twice. that two people in like a month's time have commented to me just blew my mind but yeah, weirdly still no one's commented on my mighty boosh tattoo <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what's different between the two of us and i have boobs oh yeah 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 i also I have a constant scowl on my face that'll do it if to tell people stay the fuck away from me right uh that may have something to do with it yeah but we don't want any of you listeners to stay the fuck away so if you would like follow us, please. more of that closeness, we love you so follow much. us on Instagram at MAF Podcast Show. Mm-hmm. Do you like that segue? I was pretty proud of that segue. I, so one of us is professional yeah. and one of us is smoking hot. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It is up and to the I listener. And I am profesh. <laughs> it is up to the listener to determine which is which. <laughs> you can also email us for additional closeness, Show at gmail.com. Yeah. And we have Watch to give TV, a I we guess. have to give a shout out. Oh, we do. We get yes. an email. So we got a gorgeous email. A week actually it had to be very recent because she referenced seeing one of our vehicles at a local eatery. <laughs> yeah. Um, Twin Oaks. Shout out to Twin Oaks in Cranston. Yeah. Um, if you ever want to give me free pasta, I'll take it. <laughs> so yeah, Nicole F. Thank you for the gorgeous, gorgeous email that you sent us. She loves us, guys, and we love her, too. We love you, Nick. Can I call you Nick? Nicky? Also, we'll say hello to Genesis. Hello, Genesis, or Jenny, as I like to call her, um, who I work with, who apparently loves us and thinks that we're like celebs. I'll take it. Take it where I can get it. Yeah. So shout out to Genesis. And And to the uh, rest of you weirdos. (laughs) Until keep, the next time. Keep listening. <laughs> yeah. And uh, don't forget, stay out of uh, Long Island. Stay out of the world at this stay point. Stay out of There's the world. There's just nowhere to go. And uh, keep on keeping on. See a rule, eat a rule. Zodiac <clears throat> was a fraud. Goodbye. Goodbye. Forever, Michael.